Hello and welcome back to the Magnetic Mental Mastery Podcast with Baba Buddha. <clears throat> I am Baba Buddha. My friends call me Baba Bruce. Um, but yeah, you can just call me Bruce or Baba, whichever one works for you. I want to welcome you back to another wonderful podcast. Today we're going to be discussing HR qualities and an approach on how to deal with stress. So please enjoy this podcast and... As always, please like and share and download and just utilize this opportunity to help expand everyone by bringing this message to as many people as we can. So thank you and enjoy. So today we're going to be discussing magnetic mental mastery. Now that is the name of the podcast, but this goes a little deeper into the mental mastery of your magnetic personality. This is actually a speech that I recently, <clears throat> excuse me, this is a speech that I actually recently did for the Disrupt HR Orlando event, uh, which was a really great time, lots of exciting dynamic speakers, and I was really honored to be a part of that, um, that event. But so this is the speech that I gave there, but um, the interesting thing is uh, at that speech, we uh, had slideshows to go with our speech, and each slide gave us 20 seconds before it switched to the next one and we had a maximum of five minutes for our entire speech so it was a huge challenge for all of us um and so i'm very excited to be able to share this with you and not be limited to five minutes or 20 seconds a slide so it'll be fun to really kind of dive deep and kind of really share this powerful message that i shared at that event so enjoy this is the mental mastery of your magnetic personality. You see, because in today's business world, people are stretched more than ever and in their personal life as well. And so people are carrying around more baggage from their personal life and from the stresses that they have at work. Okay. And so what's happening is people are beginning to feel really overwhelmed and in the business world, right, at your jobs and, and things like that, this equates to stress. I'm talking like stressed out, right? How many of you can relate to that? Well, I want you to know that there's an actual emotional and even a chemical toll that this has on the body. And so we're going to dive deep into helping you kind of understand how this works and let you uh, understand that there's ways to help you relieve yourself from that. So it's time. And in order to counter the toll that this being stretched too thin has on your body and your mind and your spirit, well, then we want to learn to develop practices that bring wellness back to our being, back to the whole mind, body, and spirit connection, right? <clears throat> so I'm going to share with you today a process to help alleviate these disempowering feelings, right? The effects of stress and the stress response on the system, on the brain, on the lungs, on the liver, on the stomach, or even on your blood pressure and your kidneys and your heart. Okay. But first, I want to share with you how all this affects your body and your brain. See, thoughts are energetic vibrations. And when we allow our thoughts to focus on overwhelming thoughts, on stress, on things that we're worried about, on things that we don't like, we begin to energetically vibrate on the same level that is in alignment with those emotions 
that we really don't like anyway, right? But we're thinking about it. So we're creating vibrations on that level. There's an actual frequency that we emit, just like a radio or a cell phone emits a signal. This is also a frequency. Okay. So let me explain it to you this way. All the thoughts that we think are the language of the brain. <clears throat> Excuse me. And those thoughts, they produce a chemical reaction inside of us that is correlating to those thoughts. Okay. Whether it be positive thoughts or negative thoughts, it really doesn't matter. There's going to be a correlating chemical reaction. And so once this thought pattern, thinking about the hormones of stress, right? Once this thought pattern, thinking about things of overwhelm and stressful things, it triggers these hormones of stress to be released in the body, okay, by neurotransmitters. And we then experience this feeling, this chemical reaction, this thing happening chemically inside of our body as a feeling. So the next time you notice that you're starting to get upset over something, notice how you actually start to feel upset in your body. It starts in your mind, it starts with your thoughts, chemical reaction happens, and then you have a feeling, an actual feeling in your body. And that's why you say, I feel upset, right? So we can say that the feelings and the corresponding emotions are then the language of the body, right? Because you're feeling it in your body. So your body's language is feeling and your brain's language is thoughts, okay? So the emotions attached to these feelings well, these are the magnetic frequency that's being sent out like a radio frequency, okay? And that's going to align with people, circumstances, and events that are on the same wavelength, like a radio frequency, right? As the vibration that you are resonating at. Now, here's a little interesting thought that I've had about this, and I want to try and explain this to you. This is going to be the first time I'm actually um, talking about this. So I want you to imagine that an experience that one person has, let's say you're both going to the same, I don't know, job interview, right? You're both going to the same job interview. You're both uh, interviewing for the same job, right? But depending on what kind of vibration you have been sending out consistently, let's say you've been in a low vibration, right? So then this circumstance and these people that you are interviewing with they are going to resonate on that low vibration with you, okay? This, this experience will not be a high vibration experience. The people that you meet will not be a high vibration experience because your energy is on a lower vibration. Now, someone else who's been thinking positive thoughts, who's been really manifesting and, and creating the positive vibrations from themselves, they go in, they meet the exact same people, the exact same job, the exact same interview, but now the way that they're relating to these people, it creates a positive experience and they have a positive, you know, outcome and possibly get the job, right? So <clears throat> I wanted to make this distinction because I think one of the things that gets to be confusing is when we think, okay, well, if I'm thinking positive thoughts and then I just align with these, you know, circumstances of positive people and events. So that means all these events are out there that are like on this same wavelength as you know, so there's a bunch of these negative experiences out there. And I, I think that's taking people down the wrong path because 
it's not that there's all these negative experiences out there that you need to avoid. It's that there's all of these experiences out there. And depending on what vibration you are resonating at is how you will experience them. So if you're vibrating on a low level, right, you can think of it. You may be able to even think of friends that you have, right, that you're both at the same party, you know, someone's birthday party or, or a business, you know, um, company party or something like that, right? And you're both at the same party, right? And maybe you're having a good time and you're like, oh, this is really cool. It's really nice to see everybody. The food's good. The drinks are good. You know, and you're like, this is a positive experience because you're vibrating on a higher level, right? But then your friend, you know, let's call her negative Nancy <laughs> is right there saying like, oh my God, this food is so horrible. I can't believe so-and-so is here. Look what they're talking about and just nothing but negative, right? And so they're experiencing the same event with this negative outcome, Right. And so you could say that they've been vibrating on a lower level. So they're going to see the exact same circumstance as a lower vibration circumstance. And yet you, who's been vibrating on a higher level, are seeing it as a positive, higher vibrating circumstance. I hope that makes sense. Uh, you know, leave me some messages in the comments or anywhere you like, and we can uh, discuss this further. But I wanted to really make that distinction because I think it can be confusing when people start to do this kind of work to think that... Okay, so I just align with the circumstances that I want in my life and I'm just going to align with the positive things that are out there and I'm going to try to not align with the negative things that are out there. But I think it's just more empowering to know that you yourself will create how these circumstances um, are experienced in your life. And so it's not necessarily that there's a bunch of negative experiences out there. Now, obviously, you know, getting into a car crash is a negative experience. And that could be <clears throat> something that in, was in your vibration that drew an experience like this to you. But, but not all experiences are going to be like that. And it's really up to you and the vibration that you're resonating at as to how you experience that. Anyway, enough on that. So again, the vibrations that you are resonating at um, is what's going to draw those experiences to you. Now, again, nobody wants overwhelm or stress, you know, in their work environment and in their life. But here's the problem, okay? These chemicals in our body, right? We become so accustomed to them being in our body because of the continual habits of thinking, you know, the same thoughts all the time, right? And when we think these same thoughts, they create the same emotions, which causes us to feel the same way. And then when we're feeling the same way, we tend to think the same way, right? So we become so accustomed to these chemicals in our body that we've actually become addicted to the emotions associated to these chemicals that are a byproduct of the experiences that we're having, right? So we're just on this loop, even though we may not even like the experience, we may not even like the emotion, but because of the chemical that is released in our body, right? There is a chemical addiction. That's, 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 that is the, you know, the pitfall or the downfall or the, the thing to really understand is that that's why people get addicted to drugs because they're addicted to chemicals. And so we, there's nothing we can do about that, right? The chemicals in our body are something that we become habitually addicted to. And there's nothing we can do about the addiction to those chemicals, right? What we can do is start to change the kind of chemicals that we're addicted to. And I'll get into that in a moment. 
right? So like I said, we become so addicted to those chemicals in our body. We become addicted to the emotions and those emotions are a byproduct of those experiences. Okay. And so what's happened is we, you know, we've just become so familiar with these feelings in our body that we just accept these overwhelming feelings as just being a part of who we are and just a part of life, right? It's a conditioned acceptance that we just have about life. But here's the good news. It doesn't have to be there. It doesn't have to be this way, okay? When you understand that there's a process to produce elevated emotions, then you can, through this practice of mental mastery, produce other chemical reactions and then therefore feelings and emotions and experiences in your body, right? There's this enlightened liberation that you can begin to feel and sense. And it's an incredible, incredible experience. So these elevated emotions that we begin to create, right? They vibrate on that higher level. So when you go into that interview, right? You are now vibrating on a higher level. You have a positive experience with those people you meet. You have a positive experience with a job. You go to the company party and you're now enjoying the food and you are enjoying the conversations and you're no longer negative Nancy, right? Because you're tuning out the frequency of the experiences that we don't want. And so as you magnetically attract by tuning into the frequency of these higher vibrations and events, people and circumstances, your perspective on things will change as well. That's why negative Nancy is no longer negative at the company party because her perspective is now changed and she's now appreciative of all this great food that this company party is giving them and this conversation that someone else is having. Maybe she's finding it more inspiring Whereas maybe before she was jealous of it. So she, you know, so she just had to kind of talk down to it to be like, oh, look at them talking about going on another vacation. How lucky for them, right? Now she's looking at like, oh my gosh, that's so inspiring that how they like, they go on vacations and, and experience the world and things like that. So, you know, when you start to vibrate on these higher levels, your perspectives start to change as well. Okay. So here's the thing, <clears throat> elevate your emotions. But how do you elevate your emotions, right? To tune out those chemical addictions to overwhelm and stress that we all have. You do this by understanding that you attract who you are and not what you want, right? We, I don't think any of us want to attract these negative experiences, right? But that's not the key. See, we're not going to attract what we want. We're going to attract who we are. And so then the work then focuses on becoming who you want to be so that you can maintain your alignment with what you want. Okay. But here's the thing in becoming who you want to be. The process includes unbecoming who you have been unbecoming you a personality that is not in alignment with this authentic version of who you truly are right? Because you become addicted to all these chemicals in your body, but that's not you. That's you becoming addicted to this conditioned self. So where does this conditioned self come from? Well, it comes from our childhood, right? And so in order to strip away all the layers off of your authentic self, so we can really get down to who we really are, right? And really understand the difference between who you've been conditioned to become and program to accept as your true self, and then who you really are down at that core, right? And then we must become aware of these layers, what they are, those familiar feelings, and those thoughts, 
that we've just become so accustomed to, and they become your identity, right? And each one of these, they have that chemical and then therefore habitual dependency to any of these circumstances in your life that creates them. And so this is the origin of your conditioning that we want to uncover. So those familiar feelings and the personality that are tied to your familiar thoughts and your beliefs about yourself and your life and the circumstances and events in your life. Again, negative Nancy. She's always going to see her, her life as being less than someone who can afford to go on a trip, right? Her life is not that lucky. Her circumstances never give her the opportunity to do that. And so the events in her life are going to a company party where she's around a bunch of people that get to enjoy life more than her, right? That's the negative Nancy low vibration perspective. Except for once you raise those vibrations, you find a new perspective and now you're inspired by being around. Have you heard this? You know, that we're the, we are the sum of the five people we hang around with most. So what if ne negative Nancy now comes into this work environment surrounded by people who are making more money than her and, and experiencing, you know, more in life than her, but instead she's being inspired by it and influenced by these five diff different people in a positive way. So now her life has hope, right? And she's being inspired and she's growing. So the circumstances in her life are starting to, you know, um, reflect that, right? So here's something that's kind of interesting. I don't know if you know this or not, but by the time we are 35 years old, 95% of who we are, it's already a programmed set of behaviors and habits from programs that were most fully developed by age seven. Now think about this. Think about how old you are now. Think about how long ago seven, seven years old was, right? And now understand that you've been running on a loop, certain thoughts, which cause certain feelings because those certain chemicals have been being released in your body since you were seven years old. You want to talk about an addiction to break? That's an addiction. It's worth breaking, right? So... <clears throat> As we begin to peel back these layers, getting deeper and deeper, what we discover is that the words hold so much meaning. And so we discover where those thoughts and beliefs come from. See, these words that we repeat to ourselves have an impact on how we see ourselves, And so they be, have become a conditioned part of who we are, of your personality, and your identity. So once we identify the conditioned beliefs that we have, see our agreements that have become programs and therefore be habitual behaviors, then the next layer is dis to discover what are these agreements that we've made with ourself and about ourself and about our abilities and then also our limiting beliefs. Because these are the things that are holding us back in life. So after we've uncovered the origin of where these programs and agreements and beliefs that we have about ourselves and about life come from, here's the exciting part. This is what I love about neuroscience. I don't know if you guys know who Joe Dispenza is, but he is one of the most just awesome authors and person that is uh, really leading the way with all of this. Um, I've learned so much about him. I was first turned on to him by Gaia, <clears throat> Gaia.com. 
Um, here's my recommendation to you. Instead of binging Netflix, start binging Gaia.com. You will find your mind expanding in ways that you never thought possible. And Joe Dispenza, uh, that's where I was introduced to him the first time. But anyway, he's into neuroscience and epigenetics and really helps you understand the ways of the mind and the ways of the brain. And so this whole process that I'm talking about, where we uncover the origin of these programs and agreements, those are the programs that are hardwired into our brain. I don't know if you've heard about, you know, neural wiring in your brain, but it's, that is what causes us to think the same way and behave the same way. And we're programmed, we're conditioned and we're programmed, right? But here's the beautiful thing. There's an actual process in neuroscience known as reconsolidation of this neuronal junction between the neurons in the brain. Okay. And this is a spot where when an old perception, right? So we think about something that we would like to change about how we view things in life. Like let's say negative Nancy, right? She went to a party and she wants to change her perspective on how she sees, you know, the people that are talking about getting to go on vacations all the time, right? So that's her old way of looking at it. Well, when she thinks about that experience, how she felt, you know, defeated and like it's unfair, that was an old perception that is no longer beneficial to the wellness of her being. So with the reconsolidation, there's an actual moment where the neurons will, um, <clears throat> They'll, they'll spread apart. So the synaptic, synaptic gap, which is the gap in between two neurons, will, will expand just far enough that that, the, um, that thought, basically, of, you know, that I'm not good enough, can be removed and then replaced in that small, very small moment of time where the neurons are spread apart. A new thought and therefore a new neuron can slide right into place and then it gets reconsolidated, going back together, put back into the brain as a memory. And now she won't remember that moment as a disempowering feeling. She'll remember that moment as an inspiring one. And now she's replaced that old perception that was no longer beneficial to the wellness of her being and she replaced it with a new empowering one. How cool is that? Here's the thing that puts all the responsibility and the ability on herself, right? So now is the time to nurture this new belief, this new understanding, this new, like, should be exciting, right? That we have the power, we have the, the you know, the possibilities and the opportunity, right? <laughs> I'm going to kind of date myself a little bit here, but growing up, you know, <clears throat> used to always watch He-Man and when he'd grab that sword and he'd stick it above his head and he'd say, I have the power, right? That's what it is. We have the power. Okay. So this is the time to nurture this new belief and then to create a new agreement that we have with ourselves and about ourselves and about you know, circumstances from our past. Start thinking about those circumstances that you've thought about that have left that disempowering feeling on you and then go back and look at it again 
with an empowering perspective. How can I look at this in a way that is more empowering, right? So you can program these higher vibrational thoughts that are going to create those chemicals in your body that are addicted now to these higher vibrational thoughts. And therefore, your circumstances are going to be aligned with that. And the next time negative Nancy, we're not even going to call her negative Nancy now. Now she's going to be the renewed Nancy, right? She goes to those parties and she's excited to hear these stories about what vacation they just came back from because it's inspiring her to go on a vacation herself, right? So these correlating higher flying emotional frequencies that are now being emitted are tuning us into those experiences that just light us up and they just fill us so full of these feelings of gratitude, right? And appreciation for life and all that we have because there's so much to be appreciative of. You know, my morning routine every morning is thinking about the things I'm grateful for and the things I'm appreciative of. It doesn't do us any good to think about the things we're worried about. I heard this a while back and I think it's really uh, pertinent is, do you know what worrying does or what worrying really is, is to worry, to, to allow your mind to focus on worry, to think about things that, you know, make you worry is to hope and pray for something you do not want. So in other words, you're giving energy to, and you're thinking about it, and you're literally drawing it to you, just like praying does, of something that you don't want. So it really does us no good to worry. What it, what's the most powerful thing for us to do is to get into that positive mindset and to know that we create our futures, right? And so if we're creating our own futures, what would you rather do when you first wake up in the morning? Worry and pray for something you don't want? Or think about all the things that you do want and that you already have and are grateful for, right? So that you can tune into those experiences that light you up and then replace those feelings of overwhelm, okay? So I hope you've enjoyed this talk, you know, because this magnetic, authentic personality of your true identity can now be renewed by any of the challenges you face in the workplace, right? You can now look at those as things that are going to empower you to become smarter or quicker or more resilient, right? Rather than feeling those stressed out feelings, you know, by your limited perceptions, because that was the old programmed conditioned self, right? From seven years old, we've been programmed and conditioned to think that we're, you know, we're limited in some way, right? But now that you understand this, you have this mental mastery over yourself and you're, you no longer have to accept this dependency on those emotions and those hormones of stress because you will now be able to create different, you know, hormones and neurotransmitters in your body that is going to create these higher flying emotions and, and continuing to create higher vibrational thoughts, right? See, so you're now tapped into these empowering neurotransmitters in your brain and the neurons in your brain. And so you will now be tuning into those elevated emotions and aligning with the solutions in your life instead of being sabotaged by the limiting programs. And just like the loop that you've been in your whole life, this new loop will begin to play. And at first, it may not be apparent, you know, you may just be doing the positive thinking and it may just be a repetition that you're doing over and over again and you really are not really aware of how it's affecting you, right? 
but I'm here to tell you, it takes 21 days to create change. After that 21 days, if you keep at it, and let's say you're, you keep at it for six months. Now I've been doing this for 15 years, so I'm speaking from experience. You will be able to look back and connect the dots and realize, wow, you know what? I wake up in the morning and I just habitually think of just positive things and things I'm grateful for and things I'm appreciative of. And throughout my day, yeah, I'm challenged, but I'm challenged in a way that just empowers me to, to get better and to be stronger. And I'm not feeling defeated anymore. And things really have changed. And that's really what this whole podcast is about and what all of this, you know, um, insights are about that I'm going to be bringing to you is helping you understand that through the simple, um, you know, morning routines or daily routines or, or a habitual way of being, the compound effect of all of these things put together is what is going to transform you and create this new version of you. And you will notice your life start to shift. And you will notice that your perspective on a situation that maybe normally would have made you feel defeated is now going to be one that inspires you and you can see how it can empower you. And so I welcome you to continue to do this work and please, you know, again, reach out comments. I'm going to leave my links for uh, my, I have some groups on Facebook. I have the, my mental uh, magnetic mental mastery um, coaching program. And you can access that on Facebook as well. I'm actually going to be doing a um, breath workshop here coming up pretty soon. So if you want to find out about that, um, actually, it's going to be over my 50th birthday, <laughs> which is uh, next week. So it's going to be starting on the uh, 3rd. Um, I'll be 50 on the 6th. So we'll be doing some great breath work together. Um, and if any of this sounds like something that you would love to be able to discover for yourself, even if you've listened to this after November 6th, you know, there's still going to be many more birth breath workshops in the future and more opportunities for you to experience the power of breath. Because I can tell you, I just did an amazing breath work session myself this morning. Um, all this stuff that I'm telling you about is so much easier to do when you're connected to yourself through the breath it becomes an energetic knowing and it becomes a liberation of yourself. And that's what I hope for you. That's what I wish for you. I know, and I learned again this morning in my, you know, breath work, meditation, creative visualization, all of it, you know, into one amazing experience that really what I want to do is I want to bring breath work to the world. All this stuff that I'm talking about, is possible through breath work. So I understand that it is my calling. It is my passion. I know it. And it is my purpose to bring it to you, my people. And so I invite you to breathe and to breathe with me and to come learn the amazing power of breath. I'm a Qigong instructor, which is where I learned breath empowerment work. Um, I've developed some really powerful breathing techniques that will blow your mind. I guarantee you, um, even if you've done breath work in the past, these are some powerful, uh, breathing techniques that I'm going to be sharing with you. So other than that, um, you know, I do have a program where I will help you develop 
daily routines that will slowly begin to transform you from the inside out, from your thoughts and your mind. I'm going to help you understand how this is all happening in the body and help you understand how you can begin to change your life in the direction that you want it to be in and, um, and begin to master your own magnetic personality. So thank you so much for joining me for this uh, podcast today which is the mental mastery of your magnetic personality. And I look forward to uh, hearing from you and everyone be masters of your will.